Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host as always, Benny Lewis, and this is a standalone episode where I'm going to very briefly tackle a question that you guys have been sending in um, that you can send in to ask at languagehacking.com. So this question is from somebody who asks, does checking into Duolingo every day really help me with my target language? And it's an interesting question because there's nothing wrong with using an app like Duolingo. But unfortunately, I do hear quite a lot from people that this is their main source of language learning content and that they're not really doing anything else. And they're feeling that sense of achievement because it is a gamified app and it does give you those medals and such. And I don't I don't want to make this episode uh, like hating on Duolingo in particular. I personally, my favorite app is Anki, but I also feel like if I was only using Anki, even for a few minutes a day, that it would not necessarily be enriching my language learning life. I really feel that variety is so important. And the thing about an app like Duolingo is that it makes you feel like you're doing something. It does have that gamified aspect that it's enjoyable to use the app, but is it really making a significant difference in your language learning. I mean, it's definitely better than nothing. But what I always recommend to people is that you don't want to make that central to your language learning. The best thing to be central to your language learning is speaking it. If you're having consistent practice with a teacher or with a language partner, and then everything else you do is around that, then something like Duolingo can build you up because you're getting the spoken practice and this is helping you when you're in a supermarket queue or something like that and you're waiting, then why not use Duolingo or some other app to revise your vocabulary? That's great, but it cannot be the pillar of your language learning. None of these apps can be the main pillar. They're essentially keeping your language on life support in a best case scenario And in a worst case scenario, it's pretty much as good as doing nothing. This is a very controversial opinion. And I know the makers of these apps would definitely disagree with me, but I really feel that I've heard this story so many times. There's so many people I've met who tell me that they've been using an app. And again, I don't want to hate on Duolingo. It just happens to be the most popular one. And that's the one they're using all the time uh, on a day-to-day basis. They'll do... 20 minutes before they go to bed at night. When they say that to me, that they've been using it every day, I don't know if they want me to congratulate them or something, but I'm always a little disappointed if that's all they have to say, because you really need to be doing as varied things as you can. You need to be listening to the language through podcasts or streamed radio. You need to be consuming maybe videos by watching uh, streamed TV shows that are dubbed or finding YouTube videos in the language. Uh, You need to be interacting with people, talking to them and trying to maintain some level of conversation. These are hard things. It is very easy to take out any app, whatever your choice may be, and click on it and swipe on it for a few minutes and feel like you have done something with your day. And that's all it's giving you is that sense of feeling like you've done something. But it's a lot harder to be facing someone on a Zoom call and trying to talk to them 
and feeling exhausted at the end of the lesson, that doesn't give you that same positive sense of achievement that you do from clicking a few buttons on an app. It's harder, but it's something that consistently makes you actively using the language and actively improving your language skills. So if you're just using an app, whatever that app may be, if you're just using even a book and glancing at that book for a few minutes a day, I don't know if you're really, if you can really say that you're genuinely doing your language justice. It's just better than nothing is the best way I can describe it. But if you're using any of these apps, and again, these criticisms I've just said apply equally to the app I use the most, my flashcard app Anki. If that was all I was using, then I wouldn't really be able to say that I'm genuinely pushing my language forward. It's I'm just keeping it on basic life support at best. So whatever your, your app of choice is, it should be one tool in your arsenal. And a lot of the other tools, they can be a lot more frustrating to interact with people. It can be draining, but it is what truly makes a difference. And when you stick to it long enough, you make the progress that that becomes enjoyable. So I would highly recommend people try to diversify as much as possible the resources and tools that you're using in a language and do not rely on just a few minutes a day on a single app. That is something that helps you when it is a part of a greater whole. Otherwise, it's very simply better than nothing, but not that great. So you may disagree with that. These are my controversial personal opinions, uh, but that is my thought because I do see this quite a lot and I did want to share that with you guys in a very specific standalone episode. So I hope I've addressed that question. If you have any other questions, like I said, feel free to send them in at ask at languagehacking.com is the email address. And otherwise you can send it to me on social media. You can at me on Twitter at Irish Polyglot. And I usually open up my Instagram stories for questions every once in a while. Uh, when they're language specific, you can catch those at language hacking on Instagram. So I hope you've enjoyed that episode. And uh, otherwise, if you do like this podcast, make sure to leave us a review. We really appreciate that. And otherwise, I'll catch you guys in the next one. So until then, happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Katie Pasco. with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. Theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and happy language learning.